sucked. That's next. Cool. Um, let's see. Do we know anything about like where we're headed, kind of after Barley Town? Um. <laughs> ooh. Well. It's a mystery. Do, do you wanna? Peek? You can peek ahead, but right. you have to open the scroll a little bit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I was just thinking about like maybe like farmers market, but like what you need for the journey. I feel like that would be informed by knowing what happens next. Okay. Do you want a quick peek? Oh, I can just open up the next part if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right. Bang. Oh, now wow. it's scary. We get, yeah, we go to a crossroads. You know, go to the Stormguard Mountains or the Mistwood. Let's see. Song of your people, what you need for the journey, a happy memory, confession, battle fought long ago. Hmm. Any thoughts from anybody else? I don't really necessarily have an idea for a scene. Hmm. Maybe a song of your people. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go to the. the or happy memory. Yeah, I was thinking maybe a happy memory of like something oh, that was like too. in in my book that was maybe about mm-hmm. that place. Yeah. Um, go for okay. it. Okay. So I'll move to Oak Island. Um. Oh, is that that little thing off in this river over here? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Okay, so are we uh, having a leisure day after a, a day of work? <laughs> <laughs> I think yes, so. so. I think I find a story within my pages about this place, and um, I'm curious to go check it out. And I heard stories about a section of like the woods on this island that was, was petrified, and I thought that was very strange and, and wanted to see it. And I think I I bring this up to the the whole party, and I say, um, "Oh, I I found a story from from the previous Magus, and it seems like there's some wonderfully interesting natural features, um, and I would like to commit them to my recollections." I'd and like to come. Definitely. I would be scared to go come. alone, so. <laughs> Do you think we need to like ferry a boat to this island, or why don't we swim? Uh, <laughs> I could uh, perhaps fly. <laughs> fair, I suppose that's not your favorite. Uh, if I swim, I have to leave. I won't be able to take any notes while I'm. Well, I, I guess I could. No, I don't want to take notes on soot <laughs> <laughs> unless soot is okay with it. Hmm. I guess no. You know what? Puck is going to swim and, like, swim one-handed with one hand holding a sketchbook and a pencil over the water. (laughs) And it's really (laughs) slow getting across the river. I mean, there is a long way around, I guess. Like, there, it'll take us, like, twice as long, but we can jump from rock to rock. (laughs) Is this the beach episode? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Um, Puck is already in the middle of the river. Yeah. (laughs) So it's sort of like struggling to fly across. I guess raven wings are pretty powerful. But raven wings attached to a uh, glued, glued together spine, not a uh, skeleton. <laughs> Never's already there. I like, I like that Soot and Puck are like encouraging each other as they struggle across the river. <laughs> I think Ryan, Ryan leaves all their like 
makeup and stuff on the on the bank. I think I think it's this way, and so it kind of leads them to a part of the forest. This was a very happy memory for the previous Magus because she learned a new spell here. She was told that the forest on this island was dying because of a fungal infection, and she she devised a spell to freeze them in place, to preserve them. And I wanted to see it for myself, but I also worried that that maybe this magic was not good, and I wanted to reflect on it. Do you think it's worthwhile to freeze something in place to preserve it, or to let it do what it was naturally intended to do? Puck is looking up into a tree, one of the petrified trees, and points up to it and says, look at that bird. It's not moving or singing. This was a happy memory for the previous Magus. And that worried me a little bit. And maybe I'm thinking too much, but it made me think of our journey. Things die, and sometimes magic is used to preserve them. But what if the thing that's dying is magic. Is mm-hmm. that the same? I think uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Magus. <laughs> did the Magus come? Wait. Oh yeah, no. Did the Magus? Probably. I guess maybe the Magus didn't come. Maybe the Magus was more tired than she thought. That was the <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess isn't magic really just what you make of it? Like, I don't know. Like, I've been here before, and like, you know, there's. I think there's like. Maybe like there's some like etchings into the wood and things around here, <laughs> you know. Like, have you seen? Have you have has this bird always? Puck is very worried about the bird. <laughs> <laughs> has this bird always been there? Is this bird a? So, do you think this bird is still alive? Yes, it. Do you think? I do not know. Am I alive? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Yes. In my I'm experience, still nothing. Means. That's like frozen is alive anymore though, but yeah, you seem alive. But so it is not frozen. So it's not no. frozen. If you have to ask, then you're alive. Thank you. That's comforting. Oh, we should go try and climb the tree and get to the bird. I can just float to it. Yeah, that's not fair. You have wings. <laughs> Puck I is can try climb climbing. Yeah, let's climb. That just means that I am robbed from a new experience. You can also come. Yeah, you can come. You'll get there before us. Don't worry. I mean, climbing. I, oh. I don't get to experience climbing. <laughs> well, you can try climbing. Us, well, none of us can fly, so we're robbed of experience as yeah. well. Yeah, that's fair. Let's all just meet up there. See if the bird's alive. Except never is never climbing the tree. Um, never has the look of like. You, you kids better be careful. <laughs> no, she's not going to climb because she knows she can easily climb that. But Never, she's... are you scared of climbing trees? No. Why would I be scared of... I came Never from... Never know why aren't you coming with us? <sighs> right, Never is from the Mistwood. Never must... She must have climbed trees before. I'll bet I can climb, climb this tree faster than you. <laughs> I'm not going to rise to this, right? Well, why not? It's a game. Puck is at I'm the top of the tree. To, I'm, I'm not going to rise to it, Ryan, because I'd just simply beat you. Mm, I'd like to see you try. 
and like <laughs> they just start climbing the tree. Puck uh, is already up on the branch where the bird is and is like yeah. lying stretched out, reach like yeah. kind of looking at it, reaching out a tentative hand. Can y'all see Soot Puck? Can you see? Is it alive? Uh, they shout from the bottom. <laughs> All of its feathers look good, and its eyes eyes are sparkling but it's not moving at all and puck like strokes it a little bit on its wing it's soft sick can you bring it back to life i don't know how to cast spells myself do you have i don't i've never done magic (laughs) do you but do you have a spell that one of us could try i mean if the magus was here she might be able to reverse engineer the spell that caused this but what if the bird was with the magus what do you mean we, you mean we we'll should just take it, it with us bring it back yeah and i pull out like a little like carving a wood carver like knife what what are you gonna do with that we're gonna take the bird with us why do you need a knife well, we gotta get off the tree i don't think you need that and Puck just reaches out and gently like picks the bird up off the tree and it comes off. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, but now I don't know. I Now I'm stuck. Um, so do you think you could carry it, carry it down? If I put it on, if you, you kind of float flat and I'll, I'll put it on top. To be honest, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, never never sighs okay, and I, casually I, climbs up the tree towards <laughs> uh, oh, it's like here okay. give me the bird he hands it over good i was i was gonna try to climb down one-handed but i wasn't i that would have ended yeah, rather not you. <laughs> all right mm-hmm. i'm gonna take this bird to the vegas yeah is that the end of the scene or is there yeah, yeah, yeah. i think that's great oh. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, is thanks. my turn. Yes. Do you have something to confess? I was just thinking about that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a pretty simple one for the confession one, which is just um I feel like it it is Puck with Soot because I think Puck has felt himself becoming friends with Soot and like trusts them. I don't think Puck has any deep, dark secrets. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I think it's just like talking about his, because he's usually pretty enthusiastic and excited about stuff. But I think it's talking about his worries, because as he journeyed to Ravenhall in the first place, he saw so few birds and no magical birds at all until he got to Ravenhall, where he saw one. And he's just very worried and doesn't like to show it, are confessing magical, that too. Are magical uh, birds more common in Estalia? Yes, but they're not as much as there were when he was younger, when he was a kid. Mm. Are there other magical birds besides uh, phoenixes? Yeah, there's lots of other magical birds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some, any ideas of magical birds? I think some that that have certain properties in their singing, in their song, like can make you calm, like calm people down or like to an, an area around them. Maybe there's like a um, bird that sings outside of like hospitals and stuff that helps people yeah. recover faster. Yeah. 
I have a creepy yeah. idea for a bird. What if there was a bird that didn't have wings that flew through magic means? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> what is it? An emu? Is that the one that just like runs around? <laughs> but an emu that flies without wings. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like uh, flaps its like legs like it's swimming, <laughs> but through the air. I like birds that are also flowers. Oh yes, like yellow yes. yellow birds that fold into flowers and then fold out, which have wings. I think that is one of um, Puck's favorite birds from mm-hmm. when he was a kid, but he hasn't seen any of them for a very long time. So he's just telling mm-hmm. telling Soot about those birds. So you're just like listing all these weird birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen. I saw one before I left. This one I haven't seen since I was ten. This one um, I saw a couple on the way to Raven Hall, but they looked like they weren't doing very well. And yeah, kind of just going along like that. That's really cool. Are these birds birds imbued with magic like me or were they born with it? I, I, they were, they, all of the ones in Astalia were born with it as far as the research has shown, but I don't know if that's necessarily true for all birds. That's just what I know about the ones near near me, where I live. Do you think magic chooses its hosts? I don't know a lot about magic. <laughs> I think that might be a question for the Magus. Um, I know I know about magical properties of magical birds, but not exactly where the, where the magic comes. Sorry. I don't think the Magus knows either. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows what magic is. I guess. Which one was your favorite? I liked I liked the the buttercup birds. Um, trying to think of a good pun with buttercups and birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at puns. Is Bernard magic? Is Bernard magic? Um, n- not the the type of goose that he is isn't inherently magic, but I think just the size of them. There's something, there's something magical there, and he honks especially loud. Um, he does like a certain, a certain series of of sounds, and um, <laughs> the the clouds clear away from the sky. <laughs> so I guess he is magical. I don't know if he's doing that on purpose, and, and I don't know if it happens every time, but I've noticed it a couple times. And Puck pulls out uh, another notebook and has like a, a not a tally chart, but like a schedule kind of thing where he like <laughs> writes down where different things happen with um, various birds that he follows at home. <laughs> and um, Bernard is the one that's on there the most. Um, can I? But most of it's just mundane I, things. <laughs> can I tell you something? And can I have you promise not to tell the Magus? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. One time she was feeling sad and she was talking to me and she was wondering why she was chosen, why she could wield magic when a lot of others couldn't. And she was speculating. She was wondering if maybe everything is magic, but we just don't know the effects. That that sounds like it might have been true once. Because if magic is dying out, it means there used to be more of it. And if there used to be more of it, it, there was even more of it. 
and so on back until everything was magic. That sounds like it could be true. Hmm. But it might, it doesn't seem like it anymore. Do you think you're magic? Mm, no, probably not. You, you are, though. Well, <laughs> I think that's all I am. No, I, what does that mean? I don't know. Hmm. I'm learning, too. We can all learn together. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a scene. <laughs> oh. I forgot to move my token. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very majestic bird on that token. Yeah. <laughs> it's like posing. <laughs> <laughs> Looking away from an explosion. <laughs> it's like just landed on this rock and there's like an explosion behind it. <laughs> that bird caused yeah. an explosion. That's the frame before it puts sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it's my turn. I think I'm going to go to the inn. The axe and fiddle, partially to like, let's say get away from y'all, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Never's going there for a drink or two. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all can come, but I don't think she invites anyone. And yeah, she's she's quite rude. And I think this inn, the axe and fiddle is just like, they have an axe and a fiddle, like, like as crossed uh, over the fireplace um it's there's a live band there's it's full of people from all over the world say so this is kind of like the place in barley town where folks and other maybe other creatures show up is it the sighing roses Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh the band is yeah. that what you mean yeah oh yeah mm. What does a band called the Sighing Roses look like? Are they elves? Yes. <laughs> are there elves? Well, we... Uh, are there? I mean, there's I mean, sure. whatever we want, I guess. Yeah. Kind of. Like, there could be friendly trolls here. I don't know. I'm or... imagining, like, elves as being, like, some sort of weird Scandinavian, like, band that, like, is not from <laughs> this, like, continent even. Yeah. yeah. Somehow ended up in Barley Town. <laughs> They're like cigarros. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, feel free if you don't want your characters to be here to play other people in this inn. I, I want to never... play a bartender. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sit is with the Magus. I don't know if the Magus is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think never purposely chooses a night where there's quite a bit of drinking and like children aren't <laughs> probably gonna be very noticeable uh yeah and she just kind of sidles in still wearing the same outfit no more wood chips this time what do you have in young lady can you drink through that scarf it's fine you don't have to worry about the scarf um just a practical question ma'am <laughs> I'll handle the drinking. You handle the dispensing of the drinking. Yeah, she she sits down at the bar, clearly by herself, about to have a drink by herself. What pregnancy uh, here? You seem troubled. State of the world, usually. 
what brings me wherever, good sir. I mean, here in Barley Town, we just work hard and try to forget about what's happening outside. Take care of ourselves and our loved ones first. I've noticed that. It seems to me that whatever's happening elsewhere, Barley Town only see a bit. Well, to be fair, we have a, a lot of need and a lot, a lot of jobs to do. We don't have a lot of time to ponder the the greater aspects of the world. Well, sure, you must have some spare time. What do you do with it? Unwind. Sing. Dance. She nods and that takes her point. Um, whatever drink you put in front of her, I think that's kind of like this night goes on, you'll see that it keeps the drink. There's less of less of the drink, but you never see it. It's weird. <laughs> Can you say that again? You cut out. You cut out. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, yeah. So, like, whatever whatever drink um, the bartender gives to, to Never, um, it does, like, there's less of less of it as kind of time goes on, but you cut out the same part. <laughs> what the there's okay, less and less, of, right. it, less, and less see... of it, but never see what <laughs> you you never see her drink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how are you cutting out of the same part? <laughs> like, well, oh my god! No, what, you got it. It's what, good. what do you okay. think she We're good orders? Now. Um, <laughs> let's say I want to say craft beers. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure no. there's an equivalent. Oh, yeah. Sure. I think I think this is like this is her one indulgence. Like, uh, what's the special? Yeah, what's the barley town specialty? What's what's what do you brew here? The that's barley brew. Anywhere else? I don't know. Well, barley wine is a real kind of beer. It's like a really strong <laughs> beer. Bar- barley Bros brew. <laughs> barley Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Barley Bros Brown Brew. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, I think she'll. Yeah, she'll. She'll take a tankard of. <laughs> it's a very humble thing. Humble name yeah. from humble people. Yeah. The humblest. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, she'll take a tankard of that. And yeah, perhaps. Uh... I think the bartender is also purposely trying to figure out how you're drinking it, but always misses. The, uh... <laughs> Yeah, there's a moment where they look alike. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never just says like, kind of looks at around the place. I think the the sighing roses are kind of like taking a break, and now there's an open mic. Mm-hmm. And never can I just has had half of that barley brew. Bartender didn't see it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stands up and says, "You know what? Perhaps I'll." Take more of Barley Town's vintage and do as you do in your spare time and unwind. Well, make yourself comfortable. Let me know if you need anything. Yeah, she nods and she marches purposefully towards the open mic. I think. <laughs> I, I think at the moment it's it's in <laughs> a dwarf bard is on mm. and. Um, What's he, a dwarf? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dwarf is. Hmm. In this world, what is a dwarf? Yeah, I guess oh, yeah. that's a fair question. Jesus, <laughs> not think to have to define it. Um, ooh. Hey, you Besides introduced it. Besides the toothpick. 
<laughs> God, I have to think about this. Yeah, dwarf. Hmm. I think They're dwarves like are seafarers. <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> yes, please. Okay. <laughs> they are furry seafaring badgers. Okay. They're what? Furry, furry seafaring, seafaring uh, badgers. <laughs> Great. Love it. Yeah, and he's he's finishing off uh verse fifteen poetry, and the crowd um gives him a gives him a pol- polite applause. I imagine there's like a sentiment to his poems that the people here just do not understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a, a feeling of wanderlust that the people of Barleytown just haven't had time for. No, <laughs> no, not really. I imagine there's several people in Barleytown that leave to go adventure, but the overall kind of culture here is very insular. I mean, they're nice people. Yeah, insular and welcoming, but like not. Yeah, yeah. You know. I think never just kind of gets on the stage and kind of like I nearly said grab the mic, but there's no mic. <laughs> <laughs> And kind of like stands in front of all these people, just like this is probably the most people I've ever looked at her. It's a bit skin crawling, but she kind of closes her eyes. Again, the only thing people can see of her is she's all wrapped up in lots of things, both physical and metaphorical. And again, she starts to sing, and um, yeah, she sings a song of her people, and it's. It's, a, it's another mournful ballad. The people are kind of sad emos. Um, <laughs> I think this this is a song about wandering as well. It's a song of people who have wandered away from something hard, or like they've they've ran away from a place that has kind of like not say ruined them, but like just a place full of hardship. It's a song about looking for a quiet place in the world. It's a song about trying to find just a little slice of the world where they can rest, where the world is quiet. And I think when she's finished singing, she's going to open her eyes. I don't know how the audience would react to that. And I don't think she, I don't think she particularly cares. I think, once she first sings the song, her eyes open. Immediately, she feels a lot lighter. I imagine, in, since the song was sort of like sad and mournful, that when she started, maybe there was lots of conversations sort of happening over her. But like as the song <laughs> progresses, they start to like focus their attention on you, and by the end, it's very quiet and still in the room. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, never. Yeah, she just gets off the stage. She, she, she had her say. I think she's she's just gonna set the let the song linger. That song sounded like you needed another drink. <laughs> if you'd oblige me, sure. As long as you got the copper, I've got all night. They give you another tankard of Barley Bros Brown Brew. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a scene. Okay. Um, 
So I know everyone's eager to move. Um, I wanted to talk to the Magus about the bird, but... That can happen at any point, really. Yeah, I'm thinking that can happen maybe later. So I guess maybe moving the Magus to one of the next places, and I'm guessing Mistwood would be interesting because it's somebody's hometown. No one's from Stormguard Mountains, right? Or did you want to go to Stormguard Mountains? uh, The Magus already thought that this would be would be the best place to go okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so maybe we can move the megas there yeah Mistwood. so the prompt really? is what slows you down what slows you down um do you want to describe like the sight or smell of mistwood since it's your home yeah um it smells of rain Rain, uh, yeah, like earthworms and rain and yeah, like that, it's, like a pressure. Yeah, is, it's is it cold? Yes, it's quite cold. It's you know it, it is it's a foresty land, so yeah, it, the the earth kind of smells wet, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, it's, but it, I don't think it really rains. I think there's just a lot of mist, and it's it's cold and. You get that feeling when, like, you know, when rain's on the offing, but it never really comes. Just that autumnal sort of gray feeling. And I think it it is quite quiet here. It's Mm -hmm. hard to make out life. What sort of trees are there? And is there a bone forest? Um, (laughs) hold on. You got to tell me, what's a bone forest? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Trees that are just like massive bones upright in the in the forest because I wanna uh, I wanna have a bone forest somewhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a really cool art installment one time, <laughs> like last month. Uh, hmm. I'm imagining like trees that are almost like not plants, like just weird mm-hmm. entities that are like dug into the ground that like get nutrition mm. from the mists, so sort of cool. like anemones. <laughs> that's nice. I think Does that work. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, hard to tell what's true to mist, but yeah, I think this is really more than just like old oak trees for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing as well is that it's. I don't think at least initially coming to the mist would. I don't think you meet anyone. Mm-hmm. It's quite. Yeah, it's quiet. That is kind of the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like wind, there's no wind or there's no rustling of. The only the only really noise is the noise we make marching through the forest, and I think never usually keeps to themselves to herself. But this is the first time you kind of like just. It's even hard to like make out where she is most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe. I don't know if this works with Never, but maybe what slows us down is that we're having trouble keeping up with Never, and Never doesn't always seem to notice that we're falling behind. Um, yeah. So maybe we, we keep getting lost a little bit, or separated, or turned around, and Never has to come back and get us. Yeah, and you can't tell, because again, you only see her her eyes, but you can't tell whether she's annoyed or... <laughs> or frustrated. She just, like, she just, just comes and, like... You know, trails over here. It just happens every like hour or so. And I think the Magus um, is spending a lot of time 
with soot or re trying to read the pages with soot. And like, I think that she's in this type of environment, like moving on to a little bit more dangerous routes. I think she's feeling more of this pressure to find a solution at the end. Mm -hmm. So I think she's using this time kind of half reading while walking around in this mist. And that's been also kind of problematic. <laughs> so I could see her occasionally like tripping on like, like a, <laughs> like a root that's coming out or, you know, running almost full, full faced into a tree, you know, but stopping. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's a bit distracted here and that's, that's slowing us down. Uh, I don't know if we want a scene or anything. I'm okay with that just being narrative. Yeah, sure. So, ah, yes. um, let's see. I'm going to move my token to... Is this um, Hall of the Woods? Is this part of Mistwood or is this a kind of a different area? Um, That's a different area. That's okay. after Mistwood. Cool. I'm going to move mine to Trail of the Rangers, the Changing Mist. Yes. So um, I think as I'm sort of with the Magus and she's looking for answers, we pass through a bunch of those bone tree anemone things mm -hmm. and find some that are like shriveled and dying. And the Magus does a little bit of like magical experimentation and mm -hmm. um, she comes to the discovery that the the mists almost seem as if they're made of like distilled water, like any sort of microorganisms and sort of minerals and things that were usually sort of exchanged in the mists um, have been kind of sieved out from the water in the mists. So this water is just perfectly clean, but because of that, it's not able to give the the trees the like nutrients that they exchange with with the air, and that's why it, what has caused this part of the forest to die. And it's one of the first real like things that everybody has seen on this journey, where like there's tangible death due to <laughs> loss of the natural way things were. Um, and I don't think it so does anything in particular here besides just kind of sitting with her mm -hmm. and trying to help her cross-reference things and try to understand what's happening here. And so it says something kind of just curiously to her, like, wow, I didn't know that even the mists were alive. I'm learning more and more about life. But beyond that, I don't think I have a, a scene. Mm. Does anybody else have thoughts on this as we pass through these dead bone and enemy trees? <laughs> <laughs> Um, does it feel anything like about the death or just the fascination that they at least were once alive? Well, they have a fascination with the fact that the mists carry life and mm -hmm. that they do not any longer. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of fascinated and also like forlorn about even life and magic in the simplest things being sort of deleted. Mm -hmm. And it's, 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 their same basic existential dread that they constantly face about what does it mean to be alive? What is, what is any of this? What is magic? Um, <laughs> but I think since this is their first journey outside of, outside of Ravenhall, that they are feeling very sad. And I think, I think Rusit is weirdly empathetic 
and I think the Magus feels sad as well, and they kind of just share this sad moment together. Yeah. That's fair. Damn, this bone tree. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of the other characters say or do anything about this scene? I think no. no. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Do you guys Sorry, just all see the Magus looking sad and frustrated and buried in her book and just yeah. kind of leave her alone? I, I feel like... Oh, you were going to say. Sorry, go ahead. Oh. No. Um, uh, I think when, when you kind of like commiserate over this, never just kind of like just appears on the edge of the mist. Again, eyes kind of like coldly staring at the two of you and it's almost just like begging to like, we need to move on. I feel like Ryan would go and talk to the Magus and sit, honestly, okay. in this case, because... I, I think Ryan's seen a lot of death and, and a lot of tragedy before. Um, yeah. And I think maybe, oh, go on. Yeah, I think that, like, they would just sidle up and sit next to them, both of them, and would be like... I'm sort of in to... Vegas's lap. <laughs> uh, hey, um, how how's it going, Sit, Vegas? You all right? Are you both all right? You both seem bummed. I mean, as far as a book can seem bum. Um, I can play the Magus if... I think, yeah, she's going to size. And he's, she's kind of like stroking the edge of soot. <laughs> okay. And out of, out of sort of like wanting something to do with her hands or just out of trying to comfort soot? <laughs> a bit of both. Okay. <laughs> Or maybe self-comfort. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is Kind of like how some cats purr to comfort themselves. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I imagine it's really sad. Is, I imagine soot has sort of like a worn leather kind of cover, and it may, might have like little crevices and bumps and stuff like that are, that are kind of familiar to her mm-hmm. as she like strokes them. Yeah, I think Magus kind of says that she's doing a lot of juggling, comforting herself and comforting Sid and, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> says, it's, it's one thing to learn of decay and the end. It's another to, to see it firsthand. Yeah, it's, it's definitely unpleasant. Um, hmm. You know what we could do? Hmm? We could, we could do something to tear ourselves up. I mean, no amount of sulking here is going to bring this back, right? I, I could do your makeup. <laughs> so, don't you think that'd be nice? What's makeup? Mm, here, I'll show you. Is that like when you say things that aren't true? No, it's like when you make uh, up your face. I don't understand. Um, you know, have has anyone ever drawn something in you, like a yes, picture? Actually. Puck drew Bernard. Oh, can I? Who's Bernard? Can I see? <laughs> Sit flips open to the the page of the Dancing Goose. Oh, okay. Well, can I? Hmm. Can I help with Bernard? Because I I could show you what makeup is and put makeup on Bernard, and then <laughs> you would have a picture of makeup Bernard. <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, just a moment. And I think they, like, go in their bag and they pull out, like, like some chalk or, like, some, like, you know, 
some other makeup that they usually apply to people and they just like put like bright blue like <laughs> on Bernard's eyes and like <laughs> rub some like red crushed berry like makeup on on Bernard's lips <laughs> or, or oh, Bill I suppose <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um and they're like see it I mean I've never put makeup on a what'd you say this was a, a, a goose a duck it's a goose it's a goose okay He's a goose. Yeah, we're, totally we're going. Tell. We're going to meet him. Maybe you can make him up when we meet him. <gasps> maybe I can. But but this is makeup, and and I was gonna say maybe. I mean, sometimes this makes me feel good, so I could do this for you, Magus. Uh, she's very disarmed by all this. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it might help us keep our mind off of all this. It's it's really sad. This is the first time I've had any colors in me. Oh. I mean, there really? are alchemical stains, but nothing, <laughs> nothing intentional. Color, colors can be really nice. The, the Magus is kind of like, yeah, she's disarmed and she says, I've had makeup done on me before, but not by someone who just wants to cheer me up, I guess. It's something that I like doing. Something that I like to do when I'm down or when I want to feel differently. I just, you know, I look different. I'm new, you know. Maybe it'll help refresh your thoughts. Maybe it will. I think myself and Suit would very much appreciate if you could make us up. (laughs) Okay. And I think they do. I think they've kind of already made Suit (laughs) up a little bit. So they work on them, I guess. I mean, coloring in something on a page is probably the closest thing you could do to putting makeup (laughs) on a page. Great. Yeah. Like, I'm going to retcon a bit of what he said. And after you kind of did the makeup, that's when Never on the edge of the mist. You'd be like, Mm, Yeah. Okay. We need to move on. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Cool. Take that scene. Yeah. Okay. So. I just have been Puck this whole time. Puck was in the <laughs> Puck was in the sitting in the carriage. Puck has been taking care of this bird. Oh, good. Um, nice. Please was, do something with the bird. Because I thought everyone was like going to forget about the bird. Puck, yeah. yeah, that's what Puck is worried about too. Um, he he was about to come out to to show it to the the Magus, but sh- she looked very sad. And so he like <laughs> pulled back a bit and just watched from the from the carriage as this conversation was happening, and then they started talking about the Bernard picture and putting makeup on it. And he was like, <laughs> he was like about to like shout out to tell them to stop, and then they already had the the, um, the makeup out, and he was just like kind of like closes his fist and backs back into the carriage. And sits down. <laughs> so good, <laughs> so good. Just sits there looking at the bird. Um, but anyway, the, which is cradled in his hand. Um, but I'm just trying to figure out how to do the the bird scene, or if we just have it as a separate thing. Well, um, I, I think I I said that she might be able to like reverse engineer. The, yeah. The but I'm just trying spell. to figure out how to do it as a scene. Ah. I super like, want to be there when you do that. <laughs> yeah, we could probably all be there. Uh, I wonder if it could be in foraging because i am a scholar of birds and it says the lesson you teach so it could be like i'm like 
talking mm-hmm. about what birds should be should be like when it's alive. Mm. And that's like you have to roll for this. You have to roll, yeah, and you have it's to roll good. For this, and the answers are interesting. Yeah, and broad. <laughs> they can be broad. Like, yeah, I don't know how you how the six one. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> curious. <laughs> I'm incredibly curious. So I think, yeah, I think we're all. <laughs> the the Megus is like, that's not a bird. That's a fox. <laughs> <laughs> Like how you are wrong. <laughs> um, should I just roll? Yeah. That's a four. Bounty of the forest. Bounty of the forest. Um, I think it might be that the Magus uses something from the Mistwood. Not something. Probably not something. Like not one of the weird things that's in here um probably like some grass or like a a a seed or a flower or something uh, that she finds and uses that in the spell that she does to reawaken the bird any other input would also be great and i think um puck is just like holding the bird out and maybe we're all like standing kind of in a circle I feel like um, Brian is like, this isn't going to work. You can't just, like, bring stuff back to life. You can't, like, help it. I've seen this kind of thing before. And they don't move anymore. It does look like it has a glint in its eye, though. Yeah. It, we just, it, we, it, we it, described I, it as being just frozen. They, mm-hmm. they, they always do, though. I mean, I don't know. If, if anything can come back to life, they would do so in this place. Well, in terms of, like, spells and maybe possibly, like, material components for spells, do you think there would be something natural that would be... Oh, I wonder if she finds... I wonder if she finds a feather. Mm-hmm. The Magus finds a feather. Yeah, because it describes space as, like, it's hard to find other things. Mm-hmm. So finding something like a feather would be monumental. Yes. Well, I was also thinking about like something that would be symbolic of taking something in motion and freezing it, and then something that would represent taking something frozen and putting it back into motion. Maybe a feather and like a pebble, something. Mm, something stoic and something yeah with lots of parts that move in the wind. Yeah. Hmm. Well, a rock also changes, but on a, a longer time scale. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I think I think set opens to, to the page that they found from the the memory of Oak Island, um, and lets the Magus kind of do her thing. I don't know what the Magus's thing looks like. I'm trying to think of an idea, but I don't. Um, it feels like maybe uh, whatever the Magus's thing is, it's probably like some it's a textbook sort of thing. It's it's mm-hmm. it looks like it's something she had to learn off again and again and again. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like really ritualized, like um, placing this rock here in in not in proportion, but like you know perpendicular to this feather here or something like that. It, mm-hmm. Maybe you have to crush the the rock to like crush the petrified. Yeah. Then maybe, I'm realizing. Maybe they on. also use water because like water mm-hmm. is sort of symbolic in terms of like what causes a rock to go from something. Yeah. Solid and unmoving to something that corrodes and mm-hmm. gives to motion. And then after the 
that water is like passed over or like mixed with the stone or something or whatever or like soaked the stone is soaked in it and the feather is soaked in it well, and then it's like kind of put dripped on top of the bird or maybe even the feather is like incorporated into the bird oh yeah the feather is like dipped in the water is and then placed color? on top of the bird yeah i've been imagining this bird to be like a small red sparrow type bird um, what, what color is the feather uh white small white feather yeah, I'd say the feather probably, through magic, incorporates itself into the the body of the the red bird. So when this bird wakes up, it just has this like white feather amidst uh, mm-hmm. all the red. Well, that's a good question. Okay. Does the does the magic work? That's a good question. Should we roll for it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we we can agree in a consensus. Yeah, uh, I like it to work. <laughs> yeah, I was about to I say e- this... either way is interesting. I, I find it yeah. interesting either way too. Yeah, I like, like I like having a tails. new. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of having a new body along. Is the bird gonna fly away, or is it just gonna stay with Puck? <laughs> well, your scene, you can decide. Yeah, um, I yeah, think yeah, the final say. I think it starts to like shiver a little bit. That's the first movement, and then it like shakes all of its wings and like flicks its head around like a little bird does, and does a little a little chirp, and then pushes off and flies towards one of the bone trees but then like pulls back and then flies like to the other side of the clearing and then kind of like flutters in a circle a bit and then comes back and lands on top of Puck's head (laughs) and Puck just like freezes he's like looking up trying to look up at it but can't see it yeah I think the bird's staying with us I guess do you think this took a lot out of the Magus now that magic is dying yeah yeah yeah, I feel like there there should be a cost in some way mm-hmm. to symbolize the state of the of magic. Yeah. yeah. What do you think happens to the Magus? Well, we've I've kind of like established that she is willing to do work even at her own detriment. Like she has this mm-hmm. sort of stalwart motivation. Um, yeah. So I think like even though it does tire her, this seems like an important test to her. To mm-hmm. see if, like, especially like a powerful magic, like, not necessarily restoring life to something, but like reversing getting, a powerful like, un- spell, unpausing yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that seems like pretty significant, even for a small creature. So. Do you think we don't see her for a little bit? Do you think she needs a, like a rest? She goes back in the carriage, maybe. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all worth it to see. I'm assuming Puck's kind of like, yeah, it's all worth it to see that bird back alive. Yeah, Probably Puck is Puck. so happy. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we get to see the Magus looking out from the carriage, watching Puck and the bird mm-hmm. throughout yeah. like the scenes. Mm-hmm. I probably go with the Magus to keep her company mm-hmm. while she's tired mm-hmm. and like give her like encouraging words and be like, mm-hmm. "Wow, you you did it! You you undid." Another spell. Who wants to play the Magus this time? It feels like I've been playing. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we don't have to play out this. I'm scene. also good with yeah. scene. Yeah, we yeah. can. Yeah, we I'm have... good with that being seen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Peabody. Um... <laughs> yes, Peabody. Oh, <laughs> I thought you just said that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Peabody. Correct. Uh, yes, Peabody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I'm gonna go by Moonlight. Who these trees remind you of? I think, yeah, throughout this, like, bit of the journey, Never's been just short with everyone. (laughs) Even more rudely enigmatic than usual. And, yeah, I think this part of the forest is past the bone trees, the weird anemone stuff. And I think it's almost at the edge. And I'm kind of imagining the edge of the Mistwood. It's like on top of a cliff looking out to the Stormguard Mountains. And this is probably the one bit of the Mistwood where the mist kind of breaks a bit so you can actually see the moonlight. And yeah, this these these trees near her are like old, old oak. They're... They're like the kind of trees you think would never be able to cut down. Feels like they've been there since dawn of time. <laughs> and I think um, she's almost kind of like walking a lot near on the edge. Like her left hand kind of away from her, kind of like touching the tree. So she's kind of like absentmindedly walking along. And again, she's singing to herself. And again, anyone else can jump in if they want. But like, yeah, she's... Again, more sad songs. All she knows are sad songs, which I feel that's a quote from a lyric. <laughs> um, I think song. I want to contrast that with Puck kind of slightly behind. Um, wait, is she she's just walking. We do have horses, but she's walking. I think I think we probably made camp and she's... Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so Puck is a little bit further away and just playing with Peabody who's like singing joyfully and like fluttering (laughs) around and like fluttering away and like picking up a little rock or a leaf or something and then fluttering back and then. (laughs) Do you think this bird has any knowledge that it's been like frozen for decades? No, I don't think so, but it, it feels comfortable with Puck, but it, and it doesn't really know why. (laughs) And I guess because Puck was taking care of it while it was frozen. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, Never kind of expected, you know, voices from their companions, but the bird song kind of like jars her a bit because this place is weirdly empty. Is Puck behind or ahead of Never? Um, behind, I think. Behind. I think, yeah, she, she stops and kind of like turns around slowly, kind of looks at Puck and just asks, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm playing with Peabody. Look, they like to collect things and bring them to me, and then I just put them in my pocket, and later I'll just throw them somewhere else, because otherwise my pockets are going to get full, but, you know. Do you think Peabody likes this place? Um, well, they don't like to go very far. Um, I've never, I've never seen them, like, go very far into the woods, but they don't seem to be in distress. Uh, never nods and then asks, what about you? How do you feel about this place? Honestly, it scares me. So I'm trying not to think about it, which, yeah, this is this helps with that. This is where I grew up. Was it always like this? Ever since I've lived here, true here. How do you feel about it? You don't really get to choose where you 
grow up in. You just have to live with it for the rest of your life. That's true. Well, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to live with it for the rest of your life. You you did leave. Kind of directs her eyes on on you. And sorry, sorry, I I don't mean no. to upset you. No, no, I'm not upset. I'm contemplating what you just said. Puck is just standing there with like hands full of random objects, and uh, Peabody's like up on his hair, like playing with his hair now. (laughs) (laughs) I guess some places are just harder to leave behind. This more than most. I've traveled around, seen some places, but you always have to find your way back home, right? Yeah, I guess. If that's what you need to do. I wish I didn't need to, but I... Are you okay? I think Puck comes closer and, like, puts his finger up to pick Peabody off his head and, like, holds holds them out to you. Do you, wanna, <laughs> do you want to see if Peabody will sit on your finger? I think they will. I find it really, it really helps to distract you if you're not feeling great. Can... Never gonna like hesitates and then holds out a finger and it's gloved, of course. Again, <laughs> just just refuses to give away anything. Yeah, um, you know how little like um, if you have a budgie or a parakeet, they like will like nibble your finger a little bit affectionately. It Peabody does that, but then like hops over onto your finger mm. um... and it gives a little chirp. <sighs> Huh. Um, it seems to not mind. No. I think Peabody likes people. I've never really considered myself people, I guess, but... Well, of course cool. you're people. What do you mean? Peabody <laughs> knows what people are. Obviously, I, I think. I mean, I only know, I've only known them for a couple hours, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, never kind of laughs. This is probably like the first time you've heard her laugh. Well, who am I to say no to Peabody then? Right. Um, there's there's something I wish to tell everyone. Oh, do you, do you want me to get them? No, no. I think something I wish I could tell any everyone, oh. but. I don't think I'm ready. Do you want to tell me? I'm a good listener. I don't tell people things unless I have permission. <laughs> I think she she kind of looks around kind of the trees, and I'm thinking like she's probably like way taller than Puck. Yeah. She's gonna kneel down, and. Lends Peabody back to you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or lets Peabody jump back on top of your head. Yeah. Yeah. It says, I guess it would do me good if I at least one person knows. And she's going to roll up a bit of her sleeve near her wrist. And you don't see anything. Actually, you see like the ground underneath it. 
the two of you, but... Whoa. Sorry. I'll stay quiet. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, is that what Puck says? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puck says that. Never rolls up their, their wrist again. Quite self-consciously. You're invisible. <sighs> you're, you're invisible. No, I'm not invisible. No. I'm barely anything. You're a ghost. <sighs> I don't know. All I know is some... Some girl wandered into these woods and left behind me. Wow. I don't know what to say. Is it... Is it something that bothers you? Every now and then. It probably should bother me more, but... I've had some help dealing with it. That's good. You'll probably meet some of them once we get out of the woods. Thank, Thank you for showing me. Thank you for... Well, thank you for being you. <laughs> probably Peabody probably chirps as there. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And thank you as well. <laughs> Please don't tell anyone else. I'd I, like... No. Of course not. Will you be okay? Yeah. I just... I'll, I'll be fine. Again, thank you so much, Pop. Sure. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't really know what I did, but you're welcome. <laughs> Sometimes all a therapist has to do is listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> sure. That scene. Yeah, I think that scene. <laughs> um, I think I'll go camping then, and it's what runs out, and I think. I think what runs out is patience in a way. Um, That's funny. I said patience in my mind right before you said it. Yeah, kind (laughs) of like that. Like I knew you were going to go abstract rather than physical. Yeah, I could do physical as well, but you know, I'm not sure exactly what we would be lacking here. But I think that, um, yes, I, I know. <laughs> um, I, hmm, I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, seriously, they, they woke up and they want their snacks. Um, I think that Ryan goes to talk to the Magus um, in the carriage or whatever. And I, I think, I don't know, I feel like, Adela or um, Devin hasn't played the Magus a whole ton. Yeah. Because usually Devin's been playing Soot in the same time as somebody else plays the Magus. Yeah. I played her and in, I feel in like the, it's like, been a little while. A sec, but yeah. Besides yeah, yeah. that, I only played her at the beginning. I can I can play the Magus. I just played her the second time. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like Zero and myself have played the Magus a decent amount. So, if, yep. yeah, if you want to do it, uh, either one or Adela, that's great. So Sid will be there as well because they're kind of sure. Of course, <laughs> sure. Okay, so it'll be both of you. I'm more or uh, less her familiar. <laughs> and I think saying that you're running out of patience sounds 
I think a little bit more aggressive than I intend, but sort of in a way, I think Rind shows up and is like, Magus, uh, Soot, can I, can I have a word? Can, can we talk? The Magus seems distracted, but says, yeah, yeah, we can, what, what's up? Um, so you know how magic seems to be, there's a problem with magic, right? Yeah, there is. That's what we're doing. It's dying, right? Yes. It's going away? Yes. Does that mean you're dying too? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. It could mean that. There's a good chance that it means that. I think there's more than a good chance that it means that for me. Yeah, I know, but I don't know that make the Magus is going to say that. Oh no, that was that was that was. I was uh, saying yeah. that right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Right. Right. Um. And to that point, look, I I know why I was brought because I'm good with the whole thing of birth and and stuff. I I think at least that's how it was explained to me when I went. Yes, you're to right. Ravenhall. You're right. Um, that's true. But that thing you did with the bird, bringing it back? What about it? Sometimes I think it's crueler to give people hope than to let them just grieve. Does that make sense? Um, I feel like, you know, you don't have answers, right? No, I don't have have answers. And Sit doesn't have answers. And we don't have answers. And you might... I might have answers. (laughs) you you might be dying like and not just anybody can do what you did there and i feel like i don't know it it felt kind of unrealistic does that make sense well it's it's magic um yeah and magic is dying is what i'm saying just we can't just bring stuff back like people are puck never they're gonna they're going to think that this is just all easily fixed and they're not going to know I, how to process it. Right. I don't think that that's true. And also, even if I am dying and if I do go, that doesn't mean it's the end of everything. No, it, it's, of course it, it's not. It'll be the end of magic, most likely. That's what it seems like is happening. I mean, we're trying to figure it we're trying to do something, but it does seem that that is what's coming. I but know, and I know, I know we should, I know we don't should you look think, forward to solutions, but. Don't you think I should do what I can while I can? Well, yes and no, but like, they're going to have to learn to live without you if this goes the way it seems like it's going to go. I mean, it was amazing what you did. I mean, I haven't, I've never seen that before. And I honestly, I didn't think it was even possible, but. I wasn't sure it was myself. To to be fair, the the people did survive for about a decade after Chandra got lost. <laughs> Thank you, Sid. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know. I think you need to try to be a little more positive. I know it's hard, but I don't think that hope is the wrong thing to have. Yeah, but I've also seen people who can't let go. And it's always tragic. It's always more tragic than the original tragedy. 
Would you rather I had not done it? No, but then I don't I don't, I don't understand know. why we're having this. I don't I mean, I don't think you didn't say anything to them about it. Like you didn't warn them that this isn't this isn't normal. That like they can't do this. To to be fair, um in my records and knowledge of spells <laughs> that this was a new spell. If we can make new spells and introduce new things into the world, then that's like birth, wouldn't you think? I mean, I think that's why I was brought here, but I don't know. I can't do magic, and you're the only one who can do magic. And it was even, like you said, a new spell, and like, I just don't know. There's a story in me about a storage shed behind Ravenhall, and... The shed was falling apart because people weren't fixing it when the weather would knock the boards down. But the previous Magus, she hired someone to come fix it. And then the shack was able to stand again. Maybe if we add new things to the world, that's kind of like fixing the world and it will stop the world from falling apart. Maybe the reason it's dying is because we haven't hired somebody to go fix the shed yet. I, I don't know if you knew this, Rind, but you I think you knew this, Soot. That was the first new spell that I've ever done. And it was hard, but it, it felt different than the other ones that I've learned my whole life. And I think you might have something there, Soot. Rind, I think that hope is a good thing. I was thinking a lot about this, and I did not know her. I've only heard stories that were good and bad, but... Maybe it seems like the old Magus's powers were often used to stop things and hurt things. Maybe if we can take the spells that she did and turn them around, like, like when you helped the bird, that that could be a way to help fix things. I think Rind is like filling up with anger a little bit. And I think that they just start to like cry a little bit. And they're like, you and your hope. Hope's never brought back anybody we lost. Hope's never brought back a partner who who died in childbirth. Hope is never... You guys only say this because you have the magic. And I think, like, they just turn around and, like, leave the carriage (laughs) upset. Mm. (laughs) And I think that that's what's running out is this kind of hope and patience right now for Rind. Soot looks at the Magus and says, do you think we can show her more? Yes, we need to find find more opportunities to try it again. I want to see how it feels, if it feels the same as the first time. And you've you've given me more hope, Soot. That that feels good. I'm glad I can help. Hopefully Rind will see it soon, too. I'm good at that scene. You're good. This is very emo. (laughs) Yeah, we, you know. Emo is anything that is deep or. (laughs) Okay. Um, So it's your turn. You can have another scene or move the Magus. Okay. Um, Let's move the Magus. Um, let's see. 
Are we heading to the Hall of the Woods? Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's where the path. Is. I don't know if we can turn back to the crossroads again, but yeah, uh, I think you can, but we probably want to keep going. Yeah. Okay, I think I have an idea for hunting grounds. Well, oh, I need to move it too. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, hospitality of the Gray Rangers. Um, those are your people, right? Never. Um, or is that kind sort of, of? A different set. <laughs> Um, it's, it's like a power different. ranger. You're like a black ranger, and they're like, a "Oh yeah, ranger. yeah, yeah." <laughs> and together, you make the gray rangers. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the white rangers are already. No. <laughs> gray rangers are like black rangers that trained with the white rangers. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think they're they're way less emo than ever, for sure. <laughs> They're the people I, that helped Never, Never that they were talking. She was talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Yes, that's why she wears black because she doesn't consider herself one of them. But she, they help her. <laughs> um, so hospitality. So what? What? What is the? What is the encampment of the Grey Rangers look like? I guess um, is, is it similar to to your people, Never? Um. See, that's the thing. I've been using uh, Never's people when it could really just be her lived a missed one uh, <laughs> with the Rangers. Um, so I think feel free to to uh, flesh out the Grey Rangers for yourself okay. if you want. Um, do do they wear the gray as like a camouflage for the fog or in the mist? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And are they like sort of stewards of the land or? Yeah, I think they are part stewards of the land, part um, those who like, yeah, no, actually, no, I don't know. They're, they are, they're just fully stewards. Of the land. I don't know why I said part. Like, <laughs> like... Do we, hmm, do we know how they interact with travelers passing through their land? I think they're, let's see, because. One of the prompts here says why we must stay. I think they're they're folks who kind of like not say preach, but like they they extol the virtues of living within this land the way they live. Hmm. Um, they are there's something kind of religious about them. Yeah, I think they think that how they live through this land is like it's a very fulfilling way of life. Is mm-hmm. and they're not completely disconnected from the rest of the world. Like they did send never. To, to Ravenhall um, um, but I think they're very proud of how they live I'm looking at this picture and I'm seeing it looks like Viking Longhouse and like <laughs> that sort of like not warrior culture but like just they've been successful living this way for and they would like others to try it out like I'm beginning to think like they're a very like diverse group mm-hmm. maybe they're like bunch of like other species or other people who like joined up with the gray rangers there's um, some badgers yeah yeah some badgers some elves yeah do we have any idea what elves look like just for more narrative flavor yeah we didn't describe the uh the the, that yeah the sighing roses earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm Maybe they're like mostly humanoid, but like slightly feline. I don't know. 
Ooh. <laughs> hey, well, someone likes that idea. Yeah. I guess we have to go with it. <laughs> yeah. The audience has spoken. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I do imagine they still have sort of like long pointy ears, even if they are kind of like cat ears. But they're sort of humanoid. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, they wear capes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they... Uh, do you, do you think they would welcome the the Megas pretty freely? Do you think she would be sort of a target of their um, what is it called rhetoric? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or do you think she represents something sort of foreign and or maybe like what is it called um, heresy? Maybe not that extreme, but does her sort of manipulation of nature offend their? sort of sensibilities of preserving things the way they are. Well, they did How do sense... they feel about magic, I guess? Yeah. Question. Well, they did send send a ranger to her Yeah. to help her out. Yeah. I feel like they are on board with her. But especially with your, like, inhibitions about a lot of this, maybe they sent you as almost like a watch, a watchdog sort of. <laughs> To like yeah. make sure that she doesn't do anything that could hurt the land, mm. more so than to protect her. That's true. Like, mm-hmm. like never has not, never really hasn't made a, an effort to be friends with the Vegas. <laughs> yeah. So maybe like you, you scout ahead and like meet with them before they they show up. Maybe yeah. Sort of like a, is everything cool? Check in. Yeah, I think what never tells them is that the Magus is... You're speaking to a, a badger person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Very good. Yeah. Or a dwarf, Their name... I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Their name is Delilah. Uh, Delilah. Yeah, Delilah. Um, yeah. And... Do you have any reports? I have a bounty of them, Delilah. Is this journey blessed? It is sincere. That much I can say. Whether it will make a difference, that's for the Umbra to decide. But the Magus... The Magus's heart is in the right place. Even if her temperament and her experience with the world is lacking in some places. Well, will you continue with her towards the Umbra? Can we trust Ah, her? We can trust her to do what's right. Will you interfere if she jeopardizes the land? The land brought me back somehow. The land is what you, my brethren, serve. And since you and the land brought me back, then yes, I'll do what's necessary. That is all we need to know. We will shelter her. We will give her our food. But we expect this journey to continue as soon as possible. Never nods and probably does some sort of ranger salute. Um, sort of salute. Probably like fist tapping the heart part of the chest three times. That's a salute. Oh, okay. <laughs> they give you the salute back, and they return to the hall. 
as you return back to the party. Yeah, they give them the word that, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Stick with the Grey Rangers for a bit. Cool. What, what do you guys think it looks like when we get there? I imagine we're staying in the inside of this long hall. Are these... I just had a thought, which I don't know if it <laughs> works, but are these like platforms in trees, like tree houses? Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> like platforms oh. with little log houses on top of them? Yeah. Like above the mists? Yeah. Maybe it's dangerous to be in the mists, especially for like children and people that are disabled or sick that can get lost and hurt amongst yeah. the, the mists. Yeah, especially in your creepy mistwood bone wars. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they probably like rigged up some sort of elevator scheme or something to get. What there. are the surfaces of the walls like? Are you asking like, if they're they... made of bone? Yeah. No. <laughs> there is regular like, trees they... too. <laughs> like, yeah. is it smooth? Is it rough? Are you going to get splinters? Like, what color? Um, I think it's sturdy old. But like probably been there for a while, but well kept. I think they these are very like capable people. Do you think they're okay. they're simple or ostentatious in their aesthetic? Probably simple, um, but with like elements of all of the decor that they do have is like natural, like plants and um, mm. pieces of interesting looking wood and stuff like that. <laughs> um, unless you guys have anything else, I think that might be. Scene. Yeah, okay. Dave, it's your turn. It's my turn? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't do approach on scene because we're already there. Or is that, I guess that's for something. That's Is that for hunting? Or... Yeah. Hmm. Why we must stay? But we mustn't stay. <laughs> I think you can still do the hunting one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not as interested in that one. Um, actually, actually, I'm going to spin it. <laughs> um, I'm going to go to the hunting grounds, but it's not like hunting, hunting. It's, um, uh, I think there's more regular trees around here mm-hmm. and like maybe more evidence of animals and Puck wants to go and see if he can find any new birds that he hasn't seen before to add mm-hmm. to his collection of notes. Three to five. Three yes. to five. Three to five. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the life you I, take. I kind of have. I want to hear you explain it. it. <laughs> Please. Right. Don't happen. It's oh shit! Ooh, hard that's hard to do. Yeah, it is hard to do. Ooh, that's something mystical. <laughs> um, is the heart of a forest a place or a thing? Yeah. Is it? spirit of some kind or like an an animal of some kind or a yeah. uh, something that Puck stumbles across as he's looking for fancy new birds. <laughs> yeah. Apparently I need to, to roll up this scroll, uh, so I'm just going to do that. Um, we could each take a different part of the forest as a roll and you could interact with oh. whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like that or idea. Soil or animal or wind or whatever. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want us to be? Uh, oh, I have to sign, assign roles, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed unless, to. <laughs> yeah, unless you want us to pick one. <laughs> K- 
can we like collaborate on figuring out what the heart of the forest is before we do this? Okay. And then what if you can be that? I have an idea of you being sort of led through the forest somehow. Like um, maybe there's lots of like weird little spiders that the the birds uh, feed on and they kind okay. of like is, is is spiders bad? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> okay. I imagine them being kind of like spiders. curious and like kind of emerging out of like holes in in the ground and holes in trees to kind of no. <laughs> poke, poke out and you might think that like oh if, if i follow these follow spiders, the spiders that are like you know the prey the prey <laughs> of birds spiders. maybe that will lead yeah. me to birds why couldn't it have been butterflies <laughs> it, can, it can absolutely be butterflies <laughs> i like spiders they're pretty cool i think spiders are cool too but i know people are yeah some people have trouble with spiders <laughs> I I love butterflies, to be honest. <laughs> hey, how I don't about love this? spiders. Maybe there's spiders that... that go into cocoons and emerge as butterflies. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, that's wonderful. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> that's a very interesting concept. Okay. Maybe the heart of the forest so is a gigantic you... butterfly. Ha- um, would you like to be the heart of the forest then? Sure. And when we get to it, you can you can decide what it is <laughs> and then um zero can be the maybe the like the butterflies that are leading me yeah and cole can be the trees sure yeah. <laughs> i don't know what that means but <laughs> all right <laughs> okay um so i think yeah you i think the first thing puck notices is yeah the well, i was thinking to the spiders turn to butterflies just want to be sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. okay yeah, I think there's probably some spiders and some butterflies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Puck probably uh, notices first, like this spider, proper line of spiders, kind of crawling up this tree and into like this hollow. And it's it's weird because like spiders don't normally do. I don't know what actually. I don't know what spiders do. <laughs> but I've never I've never bothered to figure out. But yeah, it kind of go in this hollow. And like very quickly, like it's almost like there's no time for something to happen. Like a cloud of butterflies. Um, they are probably like monarch butterflies. Mm. Uh, kind of like burst out of the hollow and just like it's less of a cloud and more like a wave as it kind of like sights through the forest. Uh, Pot yeah, just past. starts running after it after the cloud of butterflies. I think a, a tree root comes out of the ground and trips you. Talk falls flat on his face. <laughs> <laughs> like, but shakes himself off, jumps up and like looks around to try and see if, if the, he can still see the butterflies. The the butterfly wave looks like it's split off to like a few like rivulets, kind of like snaking through the trees. But you can see they're all kind of still headed towards the same direction. He keeps he keeps running. Now he's looking at the ground a little bit more and like looking up and down from the ground to the bottom. I think and, uh, um, Peabody yeah. is flying afterwards too. <laughs> I feel like the trees lower almost seems like the brush, like the the leaves of the trees are lower than they normally would be to obscure the path. He's just pushing his way through the trees and like frantically mm-hmm. trying to follow the butterflies. He doesn't really know why he's following the butterflies. Like, <laughs> his, his, he's he's a bird person. He's never really studied butterflies, <laughs> but 
He's also never seen butterflies burst out of a tree after spiders went into it. So, and he hasn't been any birds, so he really wants to (laughs) find out what's up with these butterflies. So he's just pushing his way through all the branches. Yeah. I think think you hear snapping of wood, too, as you break some branches. Mm. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm not being very careful with those. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. I think... Just when you think like the butterfly is kind of getting out of your line of sight, of your vision, and when you can like pass a few trees, suddenly around you from the trees just burst out. If it, if it was a cloud once, this is now a cascade butterflies kind of like mm. bursting out of the tree, and it's almost carrying you, I guess, towards somewhere. As you sort of ride this mass of butterflies, you sort of see the butterflies merging to a single butterfly and now you are riding a gigantic <laughs> butterfly right above the canopy of this forest Puck is like holding on to he has no idea what's going on at this point he's like am I am I dreaming that this was really cool and now I'm like what is happening and he's like looking frantically around for like a way to get down but he's up above the trees I guess <laughs> holding on tight it's like someone please see me and help me get out of <laughs> Um, and you hear like a voice in your head, a telepathic message, and the heart of the forest tells you to be calm. He immediately calms down. Not it, just happens. What Peabody lands on his head. <laughs> what were you searching for? I am always looking for new birds. New birds, as in birds you have not seen, or birds that are new? Uh, both, I guess. Are there many birds here? I didn't see any. There used to be some. They would feed on my children. Uh, but that's, that was okay. Because that's, yeah, that's what more, birds do. The more <laughs> they fed on my children, the more there were new birds. I have a question. Yes, child. Am I dreaming? You find yourself in the dirt waking up you just got a minor concussion from tripping on a branch (laughs) (laughs) i think puck like looks around and just starts crying (laughs) and then like forces himself to stop it's like that's silly silly dream about butterflies and spiders and then you still see some of the spiders and butterflies they're still around but (laughs) and Peabody like chirping and playing with my hair and let's go back (laughs) I don't (laughs) need to see any birds yep very good
going to play a sad character. Why did I just start up crying at the end? <laughs> yeah, but... If everyone else around you is sad, like, I mean, I'm sad. It's, 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 you, you don't have to cry if you're sad. Sometimes you cry because you just tripped on a branch and hit your face. In the <laughs> yeah, that's true. Totally. Yeah. I can't um, imagine why you tripped and fell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Rude trees. <laughs> Conflict is my middle name. <laughs> can, can you put that your middle name in the Discord? <laughs> Conflict is my middle name. Conflict is my middle name. <laughs> Maybe. 